0: dot com.
1: Welcome into to the Neutral Zone on a rainy Sunday morning here in December, Knoxville, Tennessee. We got Jake the Snake Miller back there. I just sound like I just went a little flat. Ah, you're good. Okay, good, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, welcome in. Uh, glad to be back. Thank you guys so much for uh, Filling in, keeping the seat warm to my right here, Bob Baskerville. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I've already done. Uh, we did the
0: remake of Driving Miss Daisy this morning. Um, <laughs> yes. I had to bring. Uh, I had to bring clone. <laughs> I had to go pick him up, and we talked about life and. Uh, yeah. A lot of fun things. It was. Uh, yeah, nice uh, way to spend a rainy Sunday morning. But no, it's good to be here, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, and you know, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you're not the only one that has commented the uh, driving Miss Daisy around. <laughs> uh, not nah, doing much better. Uh, at
0: least it, you didn't sit in the back seat. Right. right. Uh, you at least sat up right. front with me. That's right.
1: Awesome. Uh, been an Uber, Uber driver at that point. Yep. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, man. Just uh, been a been a challenge. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, getting getting there. And, uh, you know, but grateful that uh got a good crew in here been able to hold it down and probably frankly sound much better than it does when I'm in here. So, um all all kinds of sports to talk about, man. Uh we've got I mean UT NIL, I know you guys were talking a little bit about that last week. I mean, there's so much to to dip into. Um but it's all made possible by Fleet Tire 111 East Woodland Avenue. Uh going to head over there Tomorrow in fact and uh, see the crew over there so great crew great partners of the show and uh, for all your tire needs It is fleet tire uh, Bob and I were talking, you know on the way over uh, You know Jake about UT's performance You can kind of look at it uh, late night. So hopefully you got a little nap in yesterday um, I didn't it's kind of why I hit a wall not to mention enjoying some really good beverages. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, my good friend Blanton and uh, Van Winkle, you know, those uh, those guys were uh, were definitely uh a part of the the good times. And uh but a lot of good sports, three NFL games, uh college bowl games if you care, anything about it. I mean the no. Myrtle Myrtle, yeah, Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> uh jeez, Louise. Um you know, and I saw so many people that were just upset on Twitter X and and you know oh everyone was was betting uh Georgia Southern and was like talking about how good a team they were and I'm like that is a perfect example like I like to bet on just about anything yeah but betting on a the very first couple of bowl games I call them meaningless bowl games I mean you know, maybe one of the teams, obviously in this case it was Ohio that showed up and really cared mm-hmm. but half of their offense offensive players like six of their offensive starters were out including two, two best wide receivers and they boat raced Georgia Southern they were an underdog, it's another perfect example and then I'll get off my rant about uh, college bowl games unless there's just it it's you know meaningful and it's a college playoff or or maybe you know like last year you had a f- pretty good feel that Tennessee really wanted to go in there and take it to Clemson um man i just you're crazy if you're betting on college bowl games yeah i mean it it literally it's like okay is there one left in the chamber I, i'm just going to you know you know i mean <laughs> uh it really it it is um but Hey, we had a lot of good uh, – there was a lot of good options. And it started yesterday with college basketball, Bob. I mean, there were some fantastic games yesterday.
0: Yeah, well, and we'll get to our guys who played late night in one of the weirdest feeling games I've watched <laughs> in a while. But now there was – there were great games yesterday. I, I can't recall – Jake and I were kind of texting about this last night. I can't recall – this time of year, where it was you know a non-tournament scenario where there were that many good games in a day, and I in mean, a day, the, yeah, games that hopped off the paper before they're even played, right? You know, I mean, uh, you had number one against number three with uh, Arizona-Purdue. Uh, you had North Carolina and Kentucky. There were you know Texas A&M and Houston was a sneaky good game that turned out to be just that. Yeah, uh, there there was just a lot of great basketball. I think that. One thing I will say, because I watched a lot of it, and that Arizona-Purdue game—if uh, you looked at kind of the tempo and the intensity in that game—and then you watched the Tennessee game last oh. night, felt <laughs> like a tale of two cities. There, man, those were <laughs> right? those are very, very different types of games. Yes, and, uh, definitely. Um, you know, Purdue and Arizona—you're seeing teams that for sure could be in the Final Four if they played their cards right. Tennessee could be there, we we all believe that, um, or want to believe that, but boy, last night was not a great sample size of what it would be, and that's not necessarily, there were a lot of good takeaways, I think, in the Tennessee game, for sure. Yep. Uh, you know, the fact that they could, you, you and I were talking about a clone, the fact that they could go out and win a game in... You know, neutral court, weird time zone, weird start time, yep. weird team that they're playing. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not very impressed with North Carolina State. No,
1: I wasn't uh, either. The
0: announcers towards the end were saying, "Oh, they're going to make some noise in the ACC." It's like I, I feel doubtful about that. That said, they they've got athletes. They came hard, uh, and Tennessee got above it. I mean, Connect Dalton Connect was not a factor. Uh, I don't know what that was attributable to. I don't know if that was just kind of the way the game script was going or if North Carolina State really could shut him down that much. They definitely frustrated him. You could see it. Yeah. But we won with our legacy guys. You know, I mean, Zakai yep. Ziegler and, you know, Josiah Jordan James. Between those two, I mean, the, their lines, 43 points between them. Uh, Zakai. Zakai's wow. on his way back. Yeah, I mean, He played 39 minutes last night. That's something that nobody's really mentioned. The fact that he had 20 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals, only 3 turnovers. In 39 minutes, that was... He attacked and didn't yes. just
1: settle for deep 3 jump shots a lot. I mean, that yeah. that's, that's the thing with him. And, he, and watching him against Illinois last Saturday in person... Um, it looked like at times but boy i mean you know the the, the burst the the steal he got at midcourt against illinois i looked at it and i said there's no one else on the floor that can disrupt and do that um and he you're you're right for for a game where and you're going to have to win some of those that might be you know maybe you know opening round you figure tennessee if you know if they're a 3 or a 4 you know somewhere in that maybe uh probably at the least they're a five seed this year um but if you you can get away with it and having connect kind of have an off night the first but when you get these other guys that can step up and awaka owning the boards and adu's uh transformation and and how he's matured and gotten so much better and more aggressive uh but yeah to bob's point you had other guys triple j zz top they come in there they pick it they pick up uh little bitty things may had some had some key plays you're gonna have to do that you're gonna have uh you know teams are gonna scheme when you get into the tournament especially especially the really good coaches when they have a chance Uh, Especially, let's say you win two games in the NCAA NCAA tournament and you've got four days to prepare, sometimes five, depending if you get the Thursday or the following Friday matchup. The really good coaches, that's where you see, you know, them making the the kind of money. They'll defend Dalton Connect's bread and butter, his coming off the curls, catching it. They'll make it uncomfortable for him catching it Um, or stepping in the – through the pick through the passing lane that's right he wants to catch it uncontested because when he gets the ball in his hands and squares his hips he's he's money I mean he's an NBA level player and um you know Illinois tried to try to do that a little bit they did for a stretch in the second half last weekend but uh yeah it was just an off night there but uh, like I said to Bob's point when you got other guys uh stepping up that's huge and Really, like Bob said, that NC State's not really. Uh, you know, maybe they. You know, maybe they. Don't, they had a player missing that I was unaware of, and that's going to make a difference for them. But they don't look like a team that. You know, I saw Illinois. I think Illinois is a legitimate team that could make a possibly an elite eight run. They've got two NBA players on the perimeter that, to me, well, really. And then the 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 other kid, the 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 kid that went off on fau um you know so they've got scores they shoot free throws that's a team that i i would definitely make note when you know when it goes comes time to filling out your bracket that's a team that could advance but for as many uh this game bob and i were talking about on the way over here they come out their one guy just starts you know hitting shots and we're turning it over. We had eight turnovers in the first 15 minutes. I think seven turnovers in the first 15, eight at halftime. Um but we missed a lot of bunnies too. That's a concern still which is really crazy because at the you know again at home, I think that has a big thing about it, especially Jonas Adu against Illinois and and how big Illinois was all all around. I mean, their perimeter players were big too. We finished around the rim against them. I mean, we attacked and and we're getting rebounds inside. Um, so it is what it is, man. But it's, uh, it was a tough uh, tough watch the first few minutes for sure.
0: It was. I we w- 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 I felt that again. D. J. Horn was out of his mind the first five minutes. Hit like three threes. And if um we if Tennessee. Wasn't as sloppy, and if Horn wasn't just jacking them up and hitting them, this thing could have been over much earlier, yeah. I think. But yeah, it didn't play out that way. I think that uh, honestly, one of the things that we taught you, you mentioned, Adu. I, if you saw what I saw, there was one time where he had a wide open. He really needed to just flush it he needed to yeah. dunk it and he went and did like some sort of finger roll layup thing and missed it mm. and that was unlike what we've seen from jonas here in the last week or two now the word is he was under the weather he uh he yeah. just you know he sat out practice on friday um he just wasn't quite what we've seen recently like i said but awaka thankfully was there to clean it up uh with i think he had a dozen boards and Yeah, Uh, he was definitely a factor, but uh, I I think this is one of those you just uh, live to play another day. You win, and it was against yeah, this against a power five opponent. I said earlier, I don't think North Carolina State's that good. However, they do have athletes. Like I said, Kerry Keats is uh, is you know he's or Kevin Keats rather is the guy who uh, he's he's capable coach, respected, all of those things. So, you take the win, uh, we've seen better performances for sure, but it was good to see, like you said, Cloney, with uh, our best player, really not being able to deliver, you you said something interesting and it got me thinking, it's almost like the football adage, Connect is really effective when he can kind of go downhill, so to speak, yeah. and they, yeah. they cut all of that off last mm-hmm. night. Uh, as far as our other transfer, too, Ganey, and I've been trying to defend Ganey, but I felt like he was a liability when he was in there last night. I know he stuck one three-pointer, but
1: I, I'm i starting to get a little concerned yeah. there. And against Illinois, again. he had two big shots right. when, when they had went on a little run, and then we got back. So I was going, oh, wow, well, we're, we're starting to see some of the, you know, some of the reason we brought him here. Um, I, another, another, and we talked about this, but uh, Jamal Meshack, 11 points. Um Four assists, five rebounds, uh, two steals. I mean, look, I- I've said it. I think when you look at guys and you look at his game if if he were to it's not as it's not just as easy as I mean you've played the sport it, to get out there and say, oh man, I'd get that guy in the gym and he'd be shooting you know two thousand jump shots a day. Um, yes, I would. But as far as just uh, if he had any sort of anything, any game, uh, you know, 12, 15 feet away, that guy would be, he'd be all SEC. I mean, he's so strong when he goes to the rim. He he did it against Duke last year a couple times, um, even, you know, in the tournament. But man, his, I watched him against Illinois too, and he's, he just, like he plays so strong for his size, yeah. uh, and you know he can get into traffic, absorb contact, and and finish at the rim. But you'd like to see him, you know, be a little bit better shooter from uh, from the outside.
0: Yeah, I I agree. You know, the other thing too, when we come back, um, we'll be breaking here in a few. But uh, I I I was watching yesterday. This will show that i have entirely too much time on my hands but i was watching That's
1: the pit bull the one with pit bull the show
0: <laughs> yeah not anyway um i was watching This a little, worldwide <laughs> yeah, i was watching a little bit of uh C-Pain. c pain i was watching a little bit of st john's and fordham So don't judge. Don't judge. But uh I did, you know, it's Patinos guys. I wanted to watch a little and I was watching a little bit. Chris Ledlam was sitting on the bench. Uh game was kind of in hand, but it made me think of something and I'll talk about it a little later, maybe in the next segment. I did a little uh bake say bake off, so to speak, with Ledlam and Josiah Jordan James, because if you recall, Ledlam was here for a minute or two, uh, transferred from Harvard. Yeah. Then Triple J decided he was gonna stay and shocker the next day Ledlam's like okay i'm out you know because they're very
1: similar players yeah very much
0: and there were a lot of people critical of that based i think on last year's triple j performance yeah 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 Yeah. like oh man what why do we have to put up another year i think it'll be interesting when we talk about the comparison of where they both are about 10 or 11 games into the season uh or 13 whatever it is um because it's uh we're doing just fine i'll i'll a little bit of a spoiler alert but yeah. we've we've
1: done okay with Triple J instead of Ledlam. Fantastic. Man, uh we want to get our first break and uh if you would uh if you'd like to join us, we'd love to hear from you. 546-8200. 546-8200. What's on your mind? We had 3 NFL games yesterday. You've got a a, a bunch today. You've got uh just a, a plethora of college sports and it's all, you know, here we are into the, uh, the bowl season. And, you know, after you get through a, the first, you know, maybe four or five games, then you start getting into a little bit of uh, substance, uh, you know, again, depending on who, uh, which games are for betting purposes or whatever. But, uh, you know, college, college sports right now are huge. You've got the, uh, you know, NBA too. I mean, you just had the, uh, you just had uh, your Pacers uh, playing the Lakers there uh, last week for the uh, whatever they called that the midseason uh, tournament championship. The IST. Yeah, the IST. Yeah, the I, I kind of, I was kind of digging some of the courts though. I, I thought, yeah, I look, man, this is like the old uh, CBA days, you know. like Dr. J come out there with the fro and the, you know, and the and the colored basketballs. Uh, it was kind of kind of interesting but uh, hey we'll get we'll talk more we'll unpack more uh, we'd love to hear from you 546-8200 come on back for some more neutral zone right here on Fan Run Radio
2: Ever been the coach who realized Man, Mr. World this is how you change the world Let's ride Get it off with me tonight Hey man,
0: this is not fair. I, I, I'm not. I want to be clear. I'm not requesting this bumping music. This has been happening for weeks now. And uh, Bob Baskerville,
1: know, Baskerville, Mr. Worldwide Yeah,
0: yeah. Jake's T-Pain. Jake's back there bopping, and I'm, I'm the only guy who is missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to the neutral zone. At least Zach
1: Brown is in this one.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't even care. I I (laughs) I, I find something. Oh my gosh! Be flattened, scrugs or something.
1: But oh my Um, goodness! (laughs) Welcome back
0: to the neutral zone. You got Bob Baskerville. You got Clone. You got Jake Miller at the board. We're uh, we just talked a little bit about uh, Tennessee basketball, and um, I think we're all in agreement. A win's a win. You take it. You move on. It was not a thing of beauty. Um. But the good news was uh, there was a lot of other good basketball yesterday. Um, We touched on it for just a second, but we want to spend a few minutes maybe talking about some of the games that happened yesterday. Some of them involved our SEC brethren. Um, We talked a little about Purdue, Arizona. Um, What a war. Uh, Two teams, again, Final Four worthy, you would think, on paper at least. Mm -hmm. Big difference there was we all know about Purdue. We all know about Zach Eadie. Zach Eady was their guy in the go-to moments late in the game. But for the bulk of that game, it was not about Zach Eady. It was about their guard play. It was elite. Yeah. Braden Smith, Fletcher Lawyer. If those guys play like that on a regular basis, they're going to be a problem. I guarantee it. Yeah. They don't look like the freshmen that melted down in the tournament last year. Um, and then Arizona, obviously, their starting five is so strong. And what's crazy is two of their starters are from the transfer portal. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson and uh, Caleb Love, and they have blended in perfectly. The thing I saw with Arizona, at least it was in yesterday yesterday's game, they don't have much besides their starting five. Their starting five is one of the best in the country, uh, yeah, but not very deep. Um, yeah, so that was an amazing game. The tempo, the intensity, felt like March. Um, felt like two teams that were, you know, again elite. So uh, that that was a that was a great one.
1: And even you know. To your point, early on, uh, you know Purdue. You know, I was I was having a hard time when you when you and I were texting. You were like, uh, "Hey, don't mention anything about it. I want to be able to go back and see it. Don't don't give me any spoiler." And I was sitting there, and you know, and I had just seen the score. I'd been flipping back and forth, and I was like. You know, uh, this is looking really good for Purdue. I mean, but it, it was like, you know, you knew with their athletes, uh, and again, you're right, that, that starting five is probably as good, if not better, than anybody else's starting five. But there's not a key sixth, seventh guy, maybe. And, and you know, you can talk about teams being deep all you want, even the great Shashesky teams uh, and the really good teams that Roy's had at, at, at uh, Carolina, Self's team's, they're typically they narrow it down to about seven eight. And, you know, if if you know, maybe there's a there's one, you know, a little jump shooter that comes in and, and knocks down a, a key shot or a big man that comes in because uh, your starting center's in foul trouble. But I I looked at that and I thought, man, this this game's gonna get interesting, but I, I had to looking at it from a perspective because I nearly took it as an end game. I wanted I thought, okay, you know what? I'm gonna if Arizona gets back to a lead or even just gets it within three or four, I'm going to jump on Purdue, uh, like minus one, minus two, somewhere in there. And I never revisited that. But you, it, it, to your point, yeah, Edie at the end, and, you know, he can he can knock down free throws and a couple of key three-pointers by them. But, yeah, I mean, if their guards are playing, um, you know, it, it still kind of show me I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, and I'm sure you're the same way, being, being a I Purdue am. fan. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Uh, lots of really good – I'll tell you another quality win, and it's already reflected by the, uh, the updated Ken Palm rankings. By the way, Tennessee, I believe you said went to – Tennessee moved up to – Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So they moved up one spot. Um, again, nothing – Overly impressive by the opponent by the win again to Bob's point it you know your neutral you know site late game how do you how do you channel all that energy and, and w- w- keep your team into it I mean they sit around and play board games they walk around the you know look at you know learn about the you know all the exhibits and the Alamo and all that I mean yeah uh, it's uh, watch all the other games and, and and just kind of be like itching to play of course but I, a game that I thought was Houston on the road at a m listen i mean a m is not a bad team uh, they're not ranked right now but that's still a tough place to play and houston goes in there uh you talked about some of the others uh, jake's favorite uh second favorite team up 75 kentucky <laughs> don't even get me started oh my man. home county is split 50 50. if you live on the jellicoe side of the mountain cheer for kentucky if you love on the fall at Jacksboro, side you cheer for Tennessee. Yep, I've had family, I had family from uh, up in them parts, and uh, yeah, definitely, you're 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 spot on. Bottom K- line, we ain't right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky, uh, the battles of the blue, uh, even blue bloods, I guess. You had uh, the uh, Kentucky eighty seven eighty three over the the hills, wearing the, uh, I guess you could say the the Columbia blue. Uh, but that was a that was a that was a solid game. I tell you, FAU Florida Atlantic struggled uh, early on in that game. They came back and, and won. Um, but I think uh, it, maybe the biggest surprise because of the how they just jumped on them early and it was never even a game had to be or excuse me Michigan State hammering uh, sixth ranked Baylor. I mean that I I don't know anybody saw that coming. You you know he can he can flat out coach. Uh, everybody knows that. And if he gets a, you know anything out of his perimeter guys, Michigan State's always a tough out because you know they're gonna they're gonna defend. They're gonna they're gonna rebound. They're gonna win 50-50 balls. But that was the game that probably stood out to me the most surprising uh, of the day. Uh, and to your point arguably the two best matchups. Well, I wouldn't even say that because Alabama's not ranked, but alabama Creighton was a nice game too. Great game. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, so a couple of things. Back to Texas A&M-Houston for a second. Um Yeah, A and M. They started the season. I think they were ranked in the top twenty-five and then dropped out. Mm -hmm. They they were down twenty-one yesterday against Houston, and then that game was tied with a minute and a half to go. Wow. Uh, We know Wade Taylor is a load. He is a he is a really elite guard on that team. Um, You know, Buzz can coach him up. That was a great game. Um, Kentucky, Carolina those freshman guards man we've been talking about them you know Reed Shepard, Rob Dillingham DJ Wagner they kind of led the way and if they can get product productivity from uh Aaron Bradshaw that's a good team i know yeah. you know 2 weeks ago we were we were you know dancing on their grave after North Carolina Wilmington took them out but that's just a bump in the road they're they're very very good um and then yeah Michigan State, Baylor. You talked about Bama, Creighton. I watched a little bit of you know Alabama. We were talking about Ken Palm earlier. They're they're ranked ninth in Ken Palm. Their record is six and four, um, but they're they're taking on all comers. But yeah, I just don't think they're clearly. They lost a lot from last year's team, so I yeah. just don't see how. Yeah, you know, they're they're going to be obviously a tough out whenever you play them. But that I think it's going to be a longer season for Bama fans than what they've been accustomed to the last couple of seasons. Uh, Creighton obviously very good too. Um, The one that surprised me too was uh, Arkansas. They won their game by two against Lipscomb. Wow! Where was was that game at? It was in Fayetteville. Wow! Yeah, I I don't know any background on Hmm. what happened there, but that's you know if I'm an Arkansas fan, that had to be a head scratcher for sure. And then Ole Miss. We haven't talked about them, but they're ten and zero. They won again yesterday. That's who uh, Tennessee opens up SEC play right. against in Thompson Bowling. That is that game is looming large come January. That's that's a big game. Chris Beard, as I've said in years past, Cloney, oh, you remember yeah. in his choke him out defense. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> had to go there for a second. Um, but they're scoring points too this year. Yeah. So he's, we know he can coach. Yes, and he's he can. Got, he's got them turned around pretty quickly. So uh, that's that's interesting. So there's a lot of good stuff happening in the SEC. And the one thing I would also say. As much as I hate to say it, but Memphis um, yeah. gave Clemson their first loss. They've beaten three top twenty-five teams, I think, in the last four games. Clemson's
1: like they were. I think I saw they're ranked in the top fifteen. Yeah, they so, yeah. yeah, were first, number thirteen. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Memphis is uh, again. They've they got some players. They got a team. Um, it's a shame we don't play them every year. I would love to see that happen. But uh, yeah. So I mean, that's just God, man. That was just some of the games. There was there was so many. Um, you know. We didn't even talk about Kansas who struggled,
1: I guess you would say it against yeah. Indiana. Uh, they woke up at a, about the – well, I mean, they started making a little bit of a run, but it was still like just watching it. It was eight points, nine points, and then it was just like a they flipped a switch. The final media timeout, I think it was like four minutes and change or something left, and, I mean, they just locked them down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and,
0: and Indiana's tougher in Bloomington, I get that, but it, it surprised me that they were they were up big in the first half and couldn't hold on, but, you know, Bill Self, it's not his first rodeo, man, he knows no. how to win these games, so, uh, you know, and this whole smorgasbord of games, actually, we didn't even talk about this, it started late Friday night, I don't know if any of you guys were reprobates like me and stayed oh. up and watched a little bit uconn uconn out in seattle against gonzaga and man that uconn is uh they're they're they just reloaded man yes they, it, they did i mean it's it, that is a hell of a team yes they, they did They look very very good i mean because they took care of gonzaga it wasn't really that close of a game are
1: they the most right now with what you've seen um and I I look and I, I started I actually started putting a list together, but especially after that win, um, I just I'm looking at at the different teams, the impressive teams that I've seen. I've seen Arizona again, like you and I were talking about. you I saw Arizona arguably the most impressive win on the year at Duke just absolutely controlled them. But I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, so the best teams that I've seen, and certainly Purdue after that performance. But right now, I think arguably you could say, and I don't know if I, I mean, if I, if I had to pick like four teams right now, I would say Purdue, Arizona still, it'd be a toss-up. I mean, certainly UConn. It'd be a toss-up for me. I, I, Marquette's been very impressive. They've got my my most
0: impressive win, and that was back in Maui when they ran Kansas off the yeah, floor. Yeah, they
1: did. They um, did. I know yeah. it was back-to-back days. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe that played into his style where we're going to out-condition, out-work, and we're going to – and maybe, you know – and, 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 you know, if you're having a little too. – I'm not putting an asterisk by it because that was a quality win. I think if – I think if they meet on a you know on a weekend game where they've had three days rest, I think it's probably that's a a possession or two game probably. Yeah, they
0: they came back though the next day and almost knocked off Purdue. They had a shot at the end to yeah. win it. They didn't it airballed, but I mean, yeah, they're, I, I'm a big Marquette fan. I, they're they're lacking a big, which is the difference between them and yeah. Purdue and Kansas and some of the others. But yeah, uh, Shock Smart's doing a great job there
1: oh absolutely i you know you know when when you get into these tournament formats and I'm talking the big dance, not the uh holiday tournaments when you start talking about having to win that many games and the way teams will scout you, especially as you get past the first um uh, you get you get teams that look at that and, and you know and i and I look at it from a standpoint like Arizona. They're starting five, yeah. They're, you know, I'll put them up against anyone. But you imagine them in a, you know, in the an elite. Well, they probably wouldn't meet in an elite eight. But when you get down to the end, if they haven't developed that bench, you have to one thousand percent believe a team like Marquette or UConn just going to have too much for them. With them only having five key players, um, your point. Purdue is uh, around the perimeter. It, those guys, the kids last year, live and learn, and you know, maturing. And and Painter does a you know does a great job. He's a, he's a, he's a great X's and O's and scouting uh, opponents. Um, but you know, again, prove it in in uh, in March, as they say. Just as you know, a lot of folks here, we are with. With, uh, with Barnes and, and getting deep yeah. uh, in this team. I think uh, the, the other team, you mentioned them, is uh, Creighton's another team that I really like. I, they're, they're so fundamentally sound. They're defensively, I love how they switch. Uh, they're just a very smart, well-coached team, but there's balance, there's athleticism too. I haven't really, I've watched them. I don't know, you, you'd be a better gauge for like how deep they are but i know uh, i joked with you when they played out in vegas and got raced i mean boat race it was like uh they were out on the town or in the casinos right. i mean that don't get me wrong that that's probably one i, I know if we're uh if we're we're you know we're we're all a group of team and college age kids that's probably the one mark on your schedule that you go, man, I can't wait for that game. Or I mean, you know, to go to Vegas. <laughs>
0: the only thing I'll say about Creighton is I'm, I am impressed with how they bounced back. They lost their point guard from last year, Ryan yeah. Emhardt. He went, he transferred over and followed where his brother played at Gonzaga. Um, I figured that'd be a huge loss for them, and I'm sure. I mean, it, it was a setback, but they've again reloaded pretty well so
1: yeah hey we'll uh, we'll grab a break and uh, if you want to jump in though we'd love to go ahead and load them up 546-8200 we'll be back with more neutral zone right here on fan run radio Matlock Tire and Auto Service,
0: proudly serving East Tennessee since 1953. At Matlock, they provide hometown service you can trust. Whether you need a great deal on a new set of quality tires, or you're just looking for a trustworthy place to get your oil ch- Okay, that's more like it. Can always do a little ACDC. Yeah,
1: man, yeah. let it let it breathe.
0: Hey,
2: my first ever concert.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my goodness, yeah, I love me some ACDC. Bringing us back in here, Fan Run Radio in the uh, White Claw Studios. Hard Seltzer, White Claw. Uh, man, there's so many seltzers in the market, but White Claw is definitely the uh, the choice of uh, most when it comes to uh, to the seltzer category. No bloating. No bloating. That's right. Uh, yeah, you know what? We we've been talking a lot about college basketball, and there are, there's so many games that uh, going on uh, here. I want to get to some of the NIL stuff, but before we do. Um I know there's still a lot Bob has over here that he wants to unpack. But let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. You can jump in after our this call. 546-8200. Let's uh let's go ahead and open it up here. Bring uh, Cattleman in. Welcome in, Cattleman.
2: Waka waka oleo ole, la. Crank up the World Cup themes,
1: Jay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got gotcha. you. Hey, uh well, I'm glad to see you kicked that uh, Q flu. I, I know this eye thing's uh-huh. all the ruse. I know you got some that Bozolio Q flu in you. But did you take your eye? Did you take your ivermectin and your uh, clot shot?
1: <laughs> well, uh, no. I'm. Uh, it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here right now, and if I close my good eye, uh, all I see in the other. My vision's starting to come back, but I've got this gas bubble that they put behind my eye. It's it's really fascinating, and I, it looks like a big old black dot of like red wine. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's wild. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll joking aside. Hope you get better. You know, jeeker's got a new knee over the holidays. Uh, Damn. Sight your mobility, your hearing, mm. just anything. You know, it's, oh, it's never, you know, never good when you can't get around. And uh, hope you get a full recovery there.
1: Appreciate it, man.
2: Hey, first off, Cologne, um want to uh, let it be known the uh, Lamb Freco crisis hotline is open.
1: <laughs> Where
2: is Lamb Frico? I haven't heard him uh, crawl out from under a rock in a
1: while. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I even I was giving him hell the other night uh, or yesterday. Well, even last week, uh, some of that abysmal uh, offense that uh, that his Steelers have been performance have uh, have been putting out there. I mean, it's it's been pretty bad.
2: Yeah, flipping that page into the NFL here, here comes the playoffs. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Bo Clonio. Uh, maybe you and Lamb Weirdo and uh, Bozolio, I can jump in the back, seat with you guys. We can go watch our Knox Browns in the playoffs. How come I'm not getting any Knox Browns
1: coverage? <laughs> Knox Browns. Uh... Not Knox
2: Browns, Bo
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Oh, oh, oh Hey, when the Browns are five and nine, Bozo won't shut up about it. When they're nine and five, we can't, we can't get a report. How's that work?
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean. Hey, you know what's funny about them though? The other day, they uh, they legit. I saw an NFL report, and they were like, "Oh, Flacco's going back to the uh, to the practice squad." And uh, yeah, of course he is. And I was like, and, and it was like Daniel Jeremiah and some of these others were like, "What? What? Like, what are they thinking?" And I'm like, "You do know who runs the Browns?" Yes. Right.
2: Yeah, what what a great job by management this year. Uh, you know, getting to the playoffs without Deshaun Watson. Everybody said you know it was over when Deshaun Watson got hurt. What what a great job by ownership in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I would uh, I would put a little more of the the credit behind the uh, the defense. That that's a top top three or four yeah, defense. yeah, in like, a, yeah. yeah in last a,
2: time I checked, it, yeah, last time I checked, the Haslam signed those defensive players' checks too.
1: No, no, no doubt about it. They uh, they signed some some guys and and made some uh made some some big acu- acquisitions uh if you will, but they've well, got well, I was
2: looking I was looking downstream. They should win today. But um Aaron Rodgers if he comes back, uh, the, the Bengals are playing good football. The the Browns have about an 88% chance to make the playoffs according to advanced analytics, but uh this time of year freaky things happen in the NFL and guys start figuring out they're playing on and they'll get cut and you get some freaky results there in week 18.
1: Yeah, they should handle, you know, uh, barring uh, letting, you know, Justin Fields get out of the pocket and, and run, which he's been known to do. He's had those blow-up weeks where he's, you know, taken off and busted a, a 40, 50-yard touchdown run. I, you know, they they should win that game uh, pretty comfortably.
0: I, I think you're right, though, Cattleman. I mean, I think the the schedule that lies ahead – we. Clone just talked about the Bears, if that's a win. Texans, I think maybe the air's out of the balloon on that one if CJ Stroud is, you know, having to deal well, with the concussion. Your, your all.
1: weapons too. Tank Dell's out uh, for the year. Yeah. Nico Collins is you know, he got banged up. We don't know how 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 much. So so they are schedule, is is playing playing out well for them right now.
0: Yeah, I mean eleven and six could really happen. That Bengals game will be tough at the end, like you said, Cattleman.
2: Hey guys, just one more thing. Collar Pace, a little basketball tip for you. Good to see Triple J getting all the money he can and getting a little production out of him before he goes to uh, Greece. Need some euros. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he
2: looked good last night, man. They they needed him. We can't keep some of these guys on campus three months. We've been old Triple J's going into what year six? COVID <laughs> super senior.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh... I think it's five. We, w- we went through this a couple weeks ago. It is confusing. I don't know if it's five. Or- I think it's five, but I've heard six, too, so I don't know.
1: If it's that pri- that if it's five, it's a like- super senior. If it's six, it's a super-duper senior.
0: Yeah.
2: I uh, w- w- wonder if uh, Barnes has got some sashimi over there at the training table to go along with the prime rib. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, guys,
2: one more thing for you. Um, let's have a little holly-jolly uh, Christmas talk here real quick. Um, hey, guys, uh, what's holly making? I mean uh, Jolly, excuse me, holly jolly. I
0: don't know. That's a good question. Uh,
2: it's a lot. Is um, she over a million? I think when they I think when they brought brought her in on the buy one get one deal on the BOGO, it was about a million even. But I think uh hubby's sitting around five hundred, at least that was in the paper I believe yesterday. And I uh, think she's uh did she get a raise from Danny White or an extension or something?
1: Yeah, I, 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 have she gotten an extension? I think she yeah, did. I think
2: they hit the Sweet Sixteen last year. Yeah, Danny White made it out to be this great accomplishment. Neither gave her a raise and/or a rollover.
0: I think I, I'm. I'll be honest, Cattleman, I, I don't know those details, but I, there's part of me that thinks you care more about the Lady Vols than Danny White does. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Bob. I don't know how long you've been in this town. They were pushing fake basketball in this town, and fake basketball wasn't cool. Crank up the country. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! We didn't need freak show. We didn't need freak shows and funny outfits to do it either. So, yes. Hey, guys. Hey, let's look at this for a second here, guys. Um, now, uh, what, what if you're Danny White, I mean, what, when you go call Gino or Chris Daly up here at UConn and bring some credibility back to this thing,
0: Jeff Waltz is who I would think at Louisville.
2: Yeah, well, the man haters don't want a man over there. David Jennings' crowd doesn't want a man.
0: You wouldn't want Kim, I Yeah, I don't. I I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with you. However, I do think Danny White—that's the—that's the qualifier in it. I think he he wouldn't care.
2: Just just take the pilot plane up there to stores and say, hey, one of you two is getting on the plane with us. We're gonna we're gonna clean out the style here. And we're gonna get a little credibility back. Chris Daly, get Chris Daly. <laughs> And probably get five hundred thousand dollars back. Is Chris and to keep the that'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, is Chris Daly the female we always see sitting right by Gino's side? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gino's <laughs> you know,
2: making like eight or nine million up there. He's making saving money, cashing that huge check, and uh, you know he's got every record in the book. The only record he's chasing is the uh, I believe total wins in women's sports, but that's a, fr- a fake fraud number because Holly coached Pat's last three teams, but they gave Pat the wins. So, Gino's really got the win total. But I guess he's just sitting around cashing that $9 million a year check. Maybe Gino's wanting to buy him a Ferrari dealership like Saban. (laughs)
1: That's
2: what we ought to do. We ought to get Gino Maserati out there in Parkside, out there in Turkey Creek. That'd look real good. Gino Maserati.
1: Gino Maserati.
2: (laughs) Maserati's by Gino.
1: (laughs) Maserati's by Gino.
2: Hey, hey guys, we've had a lot of fun. A little holly jolly. Uh, Jake, do crank me up some... uh, a Shakira Waka Waka World Cup theme, maybe a little uh, Ole Ola Pitbull World Cup theme. I usually list that stuff in the shower. Y'all I got you. Cool. Y'all be cool. <laughs> See you, brother.
1: All right, man. Appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I think that's uh, – I think it's very accurate uh, by you. <laughs> the, the fact that he, he cares more about the Lady falls. I mean, yeah, I I get it. That's been part of his shtick for years, and 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 he is right. They, they There was a lot of, for years, they were just – cramming it down your throats and you know i used to i used to work with uh uh it was a couple of women that would be like oh they they pull more of a crowd than and then than the men do and i was like no even in the wade the fade houston era there was and buzz ball there were more and again it it's it's not a big deal you know what good for them there's people that enjoy that that's fine but don't cram it down our, our throats. Yeah, that was,
0: okay, so to be clear, that was less a criticism of Cattleman's love for <laughs> women's basketball right. and more about that. I just think Danny is, like, focused on football, men's basketball, baseball. I Whether it's right or wrong, that's just my opinion. I think that it's, I just don't think he cares as much, so it makes me wonder what will happen at the end of the season with Holly. We'll have to see. Cattleman was talking about Triple J, and I do want to hit this before we wrap up the first hour. Yeah. I talked about it a little bit earlier the I called it the Triple J Chris Ledlam Bake Off. And um again, for those of you who remember, we had Chris Ledlam come in from the transfer portal uh via Harvard. Was here very shortly. Um we were all excited. He's about like I think he's like what, six eight, Jake?
1: Uh, I think he's about six seven. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, kind of a bigger presence underneath. Uh he was more of a forward than a wing per right. se. Um and uh, you know, down low forward. And so He came in. Then all of a sudden Triple J is like, hey, I'm back. I'm going to stay. I'm going to be a walk-on if I need to be. And then they made the decision that it needs to be, you know, he needs to keep a scholarship or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I don't know how that settled out. But what we do know is Ledlam very quickly was like, okay, then I'm out. He transferred, ended up at St. John's playing for Patino. There were a lot of people saying, man, that's a huge mistake. Why are we letting Triple J come back when we could have had Ledlam?" and just very quickly, um, but he's just, playing very well. Who is Triple J? Triple J. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's my point. Yeah. So I was looking it up last night, looking at just some stats because I'm boring like that, and I was like, Ledlam so far has averaged at St. John's 29 minutes per game, 11 points, eight rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, little over one block per game, or no steal per game. Sorry. Shoots about 40% from the field, 35% from three-point range, okay? Triple J, 30 minutes per game, 12 points per game, 6.7 boards, two assists, 1.4 steals, one and a half turnovers, shoots 47% from the field, but 45% from three. So when it's all said and done, there's not like a huge delta between the two statistically. Right. However, what I would say is I think G- Triple J is having a better season than Ledlam. And also, there's no mistaking, in my opinion, that it, it was his locker room. You know what I mean? Ledlam would have been a third new guy with Connect and Gainey, and we've already seen that that's created a little bit of tension here and yeah. there with the team. I just think that might have been another opportunity for that to have a little more disruption. So my point in all this is, I'm I'm loving what we're seeing with Triple J because he's always been a likable player yep. for me too as a fan, and so anybody that's saying, man, it's a bummer that we didn't get Ledlam, it, it's really not all that. It's right. it, it's been just fine the way we're proceeding with Triple J. So,
1: no, I, I agree, and I, I you know having that in front of you and just kind of seeing because that yeah you I mean, there was a lot of people that thought that was a you know that was going to be a huge. You know when you're weighing the two and you're like oh man we could have had this yeah and and maybe you know again maybe uh he, he he makes more of an impact down moving forward down the stretch but yeah so far right now that's hey we're what we're getting out of triple j to jake's point is uh i'll take it and especially on a night like that last night when you're two best when really viscovi had nine points i believe but jonas adu who we've been counting on he had four Maybe he was under the weather. Um, But anyways, we got to get a break. We'll come back. Plenty more to get to, including some NFL even. uh, And, uh, you know, we'll we'll dive into some UT football, NIL possibilities and things like that. There's been some news there. We haven't even talked about the biggest get right uh, so far. Um, Even though we've lost some kids, we'll talk about that, Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that stuff. More right here in Neutral Zone coming up after the uh, halftime break on Fan Run Radio. Life never stops moving.